As we continue to navigate a pandemic, it's not business as usual. So what kind of content should companies be creating during a crisis? That's what we'll be talking about today. Thank you for tuning in. This is Digital Content Podcast, where you hear internet marketing strategies to attract and engage your audience, build your brand online, and increase revenue. This podcast is a production of nagadigital.com, where we show companies how to optimize their sales and marketing funnels using social media, email campaigns, and multimedia content. And now, here is your host, Nancy Gathesha. All right, we'd like to welcome all our returning subscribers. Thank you so much for joining me again. If you're a new listener, I appreciate your time. And we normally start the show with either a quote, a statistic, or some industry news. Today, we're going to have a quote. It's about what we're talking about, marketing during a crisis. And it's by the Vice President of Marketing in HubSpot, Megan Kian Anderson. And she says, don't push people to where you want to be. Meet them where they are. So I haven't been podcasting regularly as far as digital marketing is concerned, but I've been creating content around my passion, which is personal development. And like I said in the beginning, it's not business as usual. So let's talk about content marketing during a pandemic. Now, one of the things I love about social media is the ability to go in the trenches and observe and listen, listen to conversations, listen to what people are saying, and just have your finger around the pulse of what's going on. I really enjoy doing that. So I use the internet, I use social media, not only as a content creator or as a marketer, but also as a consumer. So I get to look at what's happening in the industry from both perspectives, both consumer and as um creator and there's been this debate around should companies be marketing should we be you know selling during a crisis is it ethical is it okay and it's a debate that can go both ways some people say no it's um inconsiderate it's uh, the ugly side of capitalism and other people say yes you have to market so you decide as for me i choose to use the middle road <laughs> okay yes create content, but then also it's really important to, um, you know, to be human, to have empathy. And so today we're going to be talking about the kind of content you can create to remain relevant even during a crisis or even during a recession. Because here's the thing, while some people say you shouldn't be selling, you shouldn't be marketing, and others say, yes, you should, there are some interesting statistics out there. For example, did you know that Amazon introduced Kindle during the 2009 recession? And uh, Microsoft Corporation was founded in the 1975 recession. So there's always an opportunity if we look, you know, during a crisis. And that's one of the things I talked about in a, on a live stream that I did is that during a crisis, it's also a chance for an opportunity. And so based on what your, your business is, maybe you're in an industry that has been really hit hard, perhaps you're in the travel industry or in the um, hospitality, you know, restaurant. So if that is the case, I really empathize and I'm sorry about that. And I hope you find some wisdom to navigate and probably reinvent yourself or pivot from whatever the situation is right now. So either way, whether you are serving B2B or you're B2C, or maybe you do both, it behooves business owners, companies and entrepreneurs to really be alert during a crisis and to also think about your audience, think about the people who you serve. Because here's the thing, people are really anxious. You know, there's a lot of fear around, you know, finances. So your audience might not be in their normal state 
state. But what is normal around this time? Absolutely nothing. There's nothing normal about this year. It's really thrown us for a loop. Who would have ever imagined in our wildest dreams that 2020 is going to be the year that it is right now? And with um, you know many countries and many people facing the possibility of a second lockdown, we're cautious. You know, everybody is just watching because you don't really know what's going to happen the next day. And forget about even the business. What about navigating social distancing, the isolation, just trying to stay healthy? There's a lot we're dealing with again. Nothing is business as usual because we are not in normal times. And that's why content should also be not normal. So let's get into my three tips of the kind of content you can create that you continue adding value to your audience. Because remember, content marketing is not just about buy my stuff selling. It's about adding value to your audience and letting them see how you are the ideal option to solve the problems that they have. So I'm going to be using the letter H and they're just three simple kinds of content that you can create during a crisis. And the first one is your content needs to be human, right? From the quote, you know, Megan said, meet people where they are. So this is not the time for companies to have automated content and a, and a rigid schedule that you follow the years before. This is not the time for that. It's time to be flexible and most important to be human. So your content needs to have empathy. You need to think about your audience, depending on who you serve and try and put yourself in their shoes and think, what are they struggling with right now? How are they doing? And create content that is going to serve them. Also going to show your human side. Now, here's the funny thing. You've probably received an email from CEOs of uh, <laughs> airlines or big corporations, never heard from them before. And suddenly there's this automated email and you know that the CEO probably did not write that email. Maybe somebody in PR send it, you know, and they're like, oh, we're in this together. And you're thinking, ah, no, I don't think we're in this together. Of course, a lot of brands will probably try and just do the politically correct thing, you know, and just show face. And it's okay. If I would get an email from my favorite airline and it's a CEO, but then I never hear from them again. I know that was a PR stunt. There's nothing human about that. But if I would get a, another email that is not just selling me a flight, but it's addressing something human, maybe they're showing me um, some content about some locations that I've, I've flown to before and how people are dealing with the crisis positively. Just something that makes me connect that airline to what is going on around this time. What is, you know, the current uh, uh, situation. Now, when I say human, I mean, don't ignore what is going on, the news, you know, let's talk about demonstrations, for example, the Black Lives Matter. Some companies didn't say anything. And that was a huge thing that was going on globally. So when a company says nothing, they don't take a stand. Consumers are also watching and they're deciding, oh, okay, this is what that company thinks about this. Because not saying something is also saying something, you know, it's like an indecision is a decision. So you want to be human and address what is going on, whether it's the economic uncertainty, the, the protests are going on, you know, even if it's just saying, that we empathize with what happened. If you think, for example, the Black Lives Matter is a political situation, you don't necessarily have to go into depth, but you can just let your audience know, hey, we're human and we see what's going on out there. And we're not just here to make some money, even though we don't just want your dollars, but we actually care about the people that we serve. And this is a really, really good time for companies to show the human side, you know, not just the corporate side, but to really just let your audience get a peek and see who is behind the company that I spend money with. 
with. Another way that your content can be human, it can even be just, you know, showing your your staff or showing your team members. It can be a picture. It can be maybe you're a CEO and you have a dog and you're working from home and you can just post something. Or if you send an email to your uh, subscribers, you can, you know, put a dog. This is my home office colleague. Something human. I, I hope you get my drift of what I'm saying. If you want to stay relevant during these times, you can't just keep sending sales emails and sales uh, content on social media and then um, or, or just go quiet. And then when everything ends, suddenly, you know, you show up and you want your audience to buy this stuff. All right. So that is my tip number one. Let your content be human. And like I said, it could be as simple as posting pictures of your team, it's just putting an empathetic touch behind your content. So the second thing that your content needs to be is helpful. People are hurting. People are grieving, are facing a lot of uncertainty. People are really, um, they're on edge, right? And despite hurting and, you know, having financial fears and grieving and everything, as companies or as uh, service providers, we still have to be helpful during this time. And helpful does not just mean offering your products, your programs or your services, Here's an example of what I mean by how we can help people during these trying times. Because another thing about business is, you know, you're probably a leader of some sort. Even if you're a solopreneur, you're a small business owner, you know, you have to lead a team or even if you lead yourself. And leaders normally have to stand up during a crisis or during troubled times and help people see the way forward, right? People are looking for leadership. People are looking for a way. A lot of, there's a lot of disorientation going on. And companies don't just provide solutions as far as economically is concerned, but the human beings behind those companies are also leaders by default. So here's how your content can be helpful. Let me give you specific examples. I like to be, um, you know, practical. Let's say, you know, you're in the travel industry, you're a travel agent, maybe you have a cruise company. I'm, I'm saying that because I took a cruise last year and this would be an excellent time for that company to be helpful to me, even if I'm not taking a cruise right now for obvious reasons. But let's say you're in the travel industry. You could create content and let your audience know what kind of restrictions are in countries right now. Okay, because there are some countries when you, if you come in, you have to uh, self-quarantine for 14 days. There's some countries that are not accepting people. I, I recently saw a map of the countries that are allowing travel. Very few countries are letting Americans in. So if you're a travel agency, you could, for example, help your audience know, okay, these are the countries right now. Even if they're not traveling, people just, they want to take their mind off all the bad news and some helpful content. Maybe they'll be wanting to travel again. Or you could create content around fun getaway ideas you can do at home. For example, if they have kids, people are struggling with their children at home, keeping them busy. You could give them ideas like create a tent in the living room and, um, you know, let the whole family dress up like you're going camping and go into the tent and, you know, have a meal in there. Just some fun things that people can do at home and also to keep their children busy. I'm just being practical with a few ideas. You could also set up a Facebook group or ask your past clients to post their vacation memories, right? That's another way to also help people take their mind off what's going on and remind them, hey, this is how we served you. You took a holiday with us. Share your your memory or share your bucket list. Where do you want to travel when this is all over? And then give some information about some places which they may not have considered based on, for example, how the, the virus is affecting those countries. 
you know, it's something that will help your audience not only take their mind off what's going on right now, but it's also going to give them some, you know, valuable info that they can use right now as we're going through a crisis. All right. So help people to keep hope. It could also be you're just sharing some positive news. Let's say you're in the um, restaurant industry. You could also share content about foods that boost your immune system, which is also content marketing. You see what I mean? It doesn't have to be just you sharing content around. We're doing delivery, come and buy our food. It's okay for you to let them know that you're doing delivery and you are going to do that. Let them know, hey, this is the capacity we have. Maybe we, we can have so many people in the restaurant, but mix it also with helpful content. Like I said, you could create recipes that they can cook with their children at home. Again, people want to have activities of how they can keep their children busy. So your audience is going to remember you for that. You're not selling them, but you're helping them to get through this crisis. All right. Let me use a case in point. Personally, I do digital marketing, but my passion is actually personal development. I have a background in coaching and, um, you know, just helping people as far as work-life balance, productivity. And I love that. And I always come back to it, but I also show companies how to use the internet to build their businesses. But personal development is my passion. So what did I do during this season? I went back to my default setting <laughs> because I knew, okay, people are struggling. Right at the beginning when the pandemic started, I was doing daily live streams and I was streaming around how to cope. You know, if you're working from home, some tips to boost your productivity because I've been working from home since 2008. I talked about, you know, some ways to stay healthy. I just gave content around personal development and navigating a crisis because I knew my audience is going to need that. I needed that. And I figured and I need that right now. Other people need it too. We're stuck in our homes. People were on social media. So I wasn't creating so much corporate content and, you know, blog posts, but more I was where the people were and people were on social media. We were uh, sheltering in place and everybody was flocking the internet. I did live streams about setting up your Zoom, changing your background. When everybody started using Zoom, I've been using Zoom since 2010. When I was doing coaching, it was also virtual coaching. So I would do like live streams about, you know, like different alternatives to Zoom, different things that you can use. So this is what I mean by case in point. And um, besides helping my audience navigate these turbulent times, during this time when I wasn't doing a lot of digital marketing, I also started writing a book about home office productivity. So I would go on social media and ask my audience, what are you struggling with right now? So that I can get a pulse of what do people need and how can I help them? And ask them that if I created this kind of a resource, is that something you'd be interested in? So that's what I mean when I say helpful content. We need to be flexible. We need to be able to pivot. We need to be able to just survey your audience. If you don't know what your audience needs, ask them. Create a survey, create a, a, a social media post and ask them so that when you're creating the content, you know that this is something that they're struggling with and they will appreciate that because they have already told you what they need. That's from my background in market research. So that is the second thing that your content needs to be. It needs to be helpful. All right. Now, helpful doesn't mean that you don't sell. Remember, I said you want to let your people know, hey, we are still open. All right. So that was tip number two. By the way, if you would like to get this book of home office productivity, maybe for yourself or for your team that is working from home, I will leave a link in the show notes of where you can pre-order the book and uh, I'd be happy to serve you with that. All right. So the last thing that your content needs to be is hybrid, right? You need to create hybrid content. What do I mean by that? Well, times are uncertain. People are a bit anxious about spending, but 
we also want to feel normal, which means we are still spending. You know, we still want to feel like life is not so bad and we're still shopping. Your audience still needs your services, right? They might not use them as much depending on what you're doing. They might not be all out like in the past times, but life is still going on despite it being really, really crazy. So when I say hybrid, I mean create sales and marketing content, but then also, like I said, helpful and human. And what I mean specifically is I normally teach using the 8-20 rule when you're creating content. That means 80% value, educational, information, and 20% sales. You could stick to that or you could do the 90-10. You can also test your market and see what kind of results that you get. So you want to remind your audience that you are still in business. Don't totally disappear. Make the offer and then leave it to them to either take it up or not, but not in a pushy way people feel like, what is wrong with this company? You know, I'm struggling with this and all they're sending me are emails of what I need to buy. All right. So consider having a hybrid of the following content educational about either your products or your industry inspirational could be something to help them get through the pandemic people have who have overcome in the past how the human race is very resilient just something that inspires them to face the day because a lot of people are really suffering whether it's financially also mentally you know being separated from other people social distancing there's a lot of pain going on so create inspiring content right inspire hope inspire leadership inspire the thought of a better tomorrow we're all going to come out of this somehow one way the other. And then the the third one would be um, entertaining. This is not a bad time to have cut videos. (laughs) Okay. There's nothing unprofessional about that. We're looking for ways to be, um, to be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? To be uh, distracted, right? We don't want to just watch the bad news and all the pain that's going on or, you know, the Black Lives Matter, all the violence. Switch it up and also entertain your audience. It could be your team members doing a funny dance on TikTok. Well, I don't do TikTok, but depending on your industry. So definitely add entertaining. It doesn't matter how professional you are right now. Like I said, you could be B2B or B2C. It's not business as normal. And the sooner companies can be adjustable and adaptable, the better it is for everybody. And the last thing is uh, informative. So informative can also be about your products and letting them know we have this thing, we have a sale, we have offers. Just look at your industry and use those four things I've said to create a hybrid of content. So educational, entertaining, inspiring, and informative. Okay. Let me use an example. Let's say you're a, let's say you're a wedding planner. You could, for example, create content around what it's like to organize a virtual event because people are still getting married. Okay. People are still trying to move on with life as normal. So, you know, besides virtual funerals, which is really, really sad and very traumatic. People are also having virtual weddings because of the whole social distancing thing. So you could create content around the virtual wedding, what you need to do, you know, the priest or the pastor who is going to marry you, the legalities, getting your wedding guests, you know, how they can attend. And then you could offer a 30-minute free consultation to people who might actually like, okay, we'll postpone our wedding, but wait a minute, this is possible. Maybe let's just hear what she has to say. From that 30-minute consultation, they might decide, you know what, life is too short to put off our wedding. Who knows, you know, how long this is going to be. Let's do this virtual thing. So that's what I mean by hybrid. So creating a, a blog post or a video about the logistics of a virtual event would be educational and it's informative. But then you're also going to offer that online consultation And if it serves them, then you offer to help them do their wedding, although the circumstances are anything but normal. 
So with that said, I hope that has been helpful. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I trust I'm going to do another one soon now because like I said in the beginning, it's not business usual. And at the beginning, I was over-functioning. And then I pulled back and instead I went to my happy place, which is being creative, which was writing books and also just meeting my audience where they are. And by the way, if we're not connected on social media, consider connecting with me there. All my handles are at Naga Social. I'm pretty active on Instagram, LinkedIn, and a little bit on Facebook. All right. That's it for today. Thank you so much again. I appreciate you. My name is Nancy Gadesha and I can support you with your digital marketing during this crisis time. Let's talk about your needs your struggles and your objectives. Stay safe and until next time, bye-bye. For consulting inquiries and the resources mentioned on today's show, visit www.nagadigital.com today.